Hello, welcome to the Mother of All Moons podcast. I almost said solar plexus and chill, but it's a new podcast. Um, my name is Christy Bellich, and I'm here in bed uh, with the fan on me. So if there's noises, there's been some earthquake activity today too, just little ones. So I... There's, you know, background noise, and, um, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, this is a new podcast project for me. Um, the mother of all wounds. I'm recording this on a Sunday. I recorded the first episode a couple hours ago when I woke up this morning, and I want to have a few just to get out. Um, but I also feel like it's time for me to talk about the whole reason why I decided to do this podcast and that is for the word protection. Um, I feel like a lot of us need protection right now. A lot of us feel like everything is out of control and I have been in this little house in the middle of the desert for the last week um, that I just signed a lease on and it's taken me a long fucking time to get to this moment in my life and it's something that I've always wanted for myself is just a safe place to be me and um there's not a lot of places in the world these days where you can just safely just be yourself and because of my life in comedy, I've never really had a place to live that was my own um, or was a place where I could go really fully rest and relax and just be in my own thoughts and be in my own solitude. And I'm, I'm, a, fair, I'm a very shy person, so being in stand-up comedy, it takes a lot of my energy to be, um, be so social and a lot of times I've missed opportunities because I'm very shy. So I'm, I, it's kind of a double-edged sword in certain ways. But yesterday, you know, I have this 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 uh, um this house that I'm in, uh, and part of that is it's been a good place where I can actually revisit mushrooms, uh, which is my favorite medicine. Um, it's what I get the most, um, messages from, um, I'm a huge proponent of psychedelic healing, I've done ayahuasca, mushrooms, um, I tried, I, I, I don't much like acid, I know some people enjoy acid, but I'm not a huge fan, I, it feels very synthetic to me, um, but I am a huge proponent, proponent of mushrooms, and so, I had some mushrooms. I had one gram a couple weeks ago when I was staying at my friend John's. Um, and I felt the call to take it on the first day of my period. I just felt the call that I needed to kind of sit in the pain of the cramps and just kind of dig into that pain. And it's really the first time that I realized my my period cramps were actually just the 
pain and the wounds releasing. And I've had crippling period cramps. I've had surgeries for cysts. I have endometriosis. I've had a lot of painful physical humiliation when it comes to my period and sexuality and my body and having to go to a specialized physical therapist to help me through some physical pain and it's just been a long journey um and so here I am and the messages I got in Joshua Tree so I was I was staying in in my friends in Joshua Tree California and those messages mostly had to do with the fate of the world and what we're going through and some of those messages are going to come through on this podcast, but honestly, I'm too exhausted to even get into the political details right now. Right now, it's just about the pain of being a, a woman in general, and um, especially a woman in stand-up, because I feel like it knocked my estrous cycles or my natural hormonal cycles kind of off kilter, even though naturally we're more creative at night and that's when the wild wolf comes out of me um but it's the other stuff that women kind of are facing stand-up which is you know you're in the middle of almost like this brethren or the boys club so to speak and um it is, it is, you're on, you know, and you're, 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 you're moving through this realm on your own, and it's the same when I worked in biology, I was in this sort of boys club, and it's like, yeah, I, I didn't, that's why I know comedy is a chosen sport, it's chosen by, it's, I don't know if it's divine, or we come into this life and decide this is our thing that we are meant to do but I could have I didn't need to do stand-up comedy I could have stayed in a laboratory and done blood work for the rest of my life and that would have been fine but that's not what I'm here to do Um, I'm here to speak up and be courageous and um, that's kind of brings me to these mushroom journeys I had four Um, I scheduled them based on the nodal changes, the north and south node, which if you're new to astrology, um, the north and south node are our karmic holders. And the north node has been in the sign of cancer for the last year and a half with influences still kind of fluctuating out into two years. Um, and then the north, this, that means the energy of the south node, which is kind of like the gunky karmic region of our past lives, if you believe in them, our past connections, our old lives, our our past in general is being flushed and purged away. And that in this case was the sign of Capricorn. Now is shifting into the sign of Sagittarius as the North node um, for all of us as a collective enters the realm of Gemini um, and very beautifully in timing with a Venus retrograde that will be happening on the 13th while Venus is in shadow, meaning in preparation 
to go into a retrograde cycle. So there's a lot going on for us all. And the North Node in Gemini means as a community, as a collective, we're all striving to heal um, communication situations. And that does include media and social media and careers, people who have careers in communications. It's our time to really show ourselves. So I'm really scared to do this podcast and that's how I know it's the right thing to do because it's going to incorporate everything I talk about on the private level with my my astrology clients and my tarot clients um, because that's another piece of my life that I have put into hiding in a lot of ways. Even I don't even show, I only show the world about 15% of what I actually do with my clientele. So... And I haven't even really pursued that business in the way that I would want, like this podcast right now, or like building a website, or even being on on my Facebook Lives as much as I feel I should be, because I'm so afraid to be made fun of um, for the weird shit that I do. Um, But I, I don't think I can hide from that anymore, and so these mushroom journeys that I went through over the last two weeks have been very helpful to me. Um, the second one I did was, um, two days before the shift of the North Node into Gemini. So that would have been what the third of May. And then on May 5th, um, the, um, North Node moved into Gemini. So I did major doses on those days and then I saved like a cap which took me on in on the full moon on May 7th in Scorpio and um even that like what I did was I prepared my body for it just like I would do an ayahuasca journey um when you take ayahuasca you have to prepare your body and there's a list of foods that you are not allowed to have and foods that you are required to have and I was um pretty good about preparing my body for these mushroom journeys which um mushrooms enjoy citrus it's vitamin c so i took um i just made sure i got some ginger tea i cooked with ginger i even made um pasta um which i don't I, I've just rediscovered pasta. I tried to avoid pasta, although I eat pizza, which is like, it's like, why are you avoiding pasta if you eat pizza? But um, I've, I made like um like a kale, like a slow simmered kale pea. Um, and uh, uh, what else did I put in it? I put like um, tomato sauce and I I was like, normally you are always on the run and you eat within like 15 minutes. Like let this thing just sit on the stove and everything get absorbed and just slowly prepare this kale. And it was so good. The tomato sauce like absorbed into the kale and the taste was so good. Um, And I prepared my body with that, with um, lemon pepper throughout the week, ginger tea, um... And I laid off the coffee, although I have coffee every morning. I actually would only drink of enough to like get me going, but not no more than a cup 
And so that's how I prepared my body for the mushroom journeys. Um, And I really made some specific rules. And I think, you know, I have a lot of friends that they recreationally use mushrooms, which is totally fine, but I don't really think that's the point of um, the gift of mushroom medicine. I really think um, that it's to allow yourself to heal these wounds and it does take a long time. It is going to take a full day. It is going to take a full week um, for some people. It is going to take a long time to get through this medicine because this is medicine and medicine is not about rushing through it. So I'm very grateful for the time that I have to really slowly sit with it. And I was afraid once my sessions this week ended that I'd be scared that the mushrooms wouldn't be there. But on my last session, the mushrooms basically told me, you're good. All of the insights are going to come through. You just have to go walk outside. Um, It's not like you're in New York City where you're constantly getting drained now. Um, Or even in LA where you're trying to like perform because that's that's essentially what Los Angeles is. It's like, that's where you go to perform. So you're always in performance mode. You're always in like, look at me, I'm hustling. Look at me, look at my Instagram. Look at my, look at my tits, bitch. Like, no, like, you know, I don't need that. I don't need to do that. Even though I miss stand up, even though I miss all of this, it's like, nobody needs to look at my tits unless I want them to look at my tits. And that gets me into... You know, here I am, mushroom journeys. I'm not going to get into the serious, serious depths that it took me in, but I will put it this way. And maybe one day I'll be ready to talk about it. But mushrooms, and I know this for a a good, a wonderful friend of mine as well, who maybe we'll talk about it together. Who knows? One day that's a dream podcast. So I'm putting that intention out there is that, you know, me and my friends, who's not in California, were contacting each other throughout the whole week. They were on their mushroom journey. I was on my mushroom journey. And all the synchronicity kept happening between my friends. We were all feeling it together. And it was all women coming together in like this very strong, connected, like, hey, are you feeling, like, are you getting this insight? Yeah, I'm getting, here's what I found. And, like, we were sending each other articles and music and even, like, to the point that I was talking to one friend in in one state and another friend in a different state sent me the same exact song that my other friend and I were talking about, um, Black Star by David Bowie. And... It's just really interesting to me, like I see all this synchronicity happening and I think, you know, as I record this episode on Mother's Day, I think what's happening is the matriarch has been bastardized and abused and raped and it's not a me too, um, cause sometimes I think me too got also fucked up. Like I, the, I don't protest anymore. I used to protest in college, um, thinking it would do something. Um, against the fucking war in Iraq and Afghanistan, um, but that's still fucking going on, BT dubs, but I, I, uh, oh, what was I fucking talking about? Shit, 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 shit. <laughs> I get on a tangent and then I forget what I'm talking about. I was talking about mushrooms 
music, synchronicity, being bastardized, um, the Me Too movement. I think the Me Too movement became just another corporate, like, pink, uh, ribbon thing, where it's, like, the pink ribbon movement against, or as for breast cancer awareness, became this other thing. It became, and that's not my bit, um, but what I will say is there are bits about it, um, out there, but it's really the idea that, like, why do we need to corporatize every fucking thing, which is why it's been so hard for me to have a podcast, because I, I, I believe the spiritual community is something that a lot of women, we're just naturally connected to our intuition, and it's like, but we also need to pay our bills, and so, the spiritual community, I keep a very arm's length distance away because it's become this other competitive field, just as competitive as stand-up comedy. If I'm going to go par for par, toe for toe, I just can have my business in the background and not get into the competitive nature of the business of spirituality, which I don't need to sell a crystal to know that I love the goddess or God or universe. I don't need to tell people anything and this has been a hard process and that's why mushrooms were like no you need to get a podcast and this is the name you need to have and this is all about your initial ayahuasca journey that you know was a love journey it is a love story it is a love process it's been a lot of years of heartbreak and I think a lot of us are contending with our heartbreaks right now, especially as we prepare for Mercury or um, Venus to go retrograde. But, you know, Gemini is ruled by Mercury, so we have a lot of overlap with communication and love. Um, the shadow period of Venus retrograde is from April the 9th through the 13th of May. And um, the point at which Venus is going retrograde is five degrees of Gemini. So if you don't know astrology, you don't, I'm not going to explain that now. Just, just keep that number in mind. Um, but the retrograde cycle is from May the 13th through June the 25th, um, where Venus goes direct on June 25th at 21 degrees of Gemini. Or yes, yes, sorry. Venus make, makes her way on the 13th to 21 degrees of Gemini and then on the 25th we'll be back at 5 degrees of Gemini and then we'll go direct there and then clears her shadow at 21 degrees of Gemini on the 29th of July so this is a long this isn't that long of a process meaning we also have a Mars retrograde coming up so it's not like Venus retrograde is going to take us. It it doesn't feel like an evil cycle. And a lot of astrologers are reporting that there's disillusion and, you know, def, uh, th- th- there could be an energy of disillusionment, mainly based on the fact that Venus will square Neptune and Pisces. But the way I view squares in astrology is a lot different from the way most astrologers view squares, mainly because my chart is made up of squares. It's all about the hustler. It's all about the grinder. 
not the actual app Grinder, but if you're if you're finding your Venus past life person on Grinder, God bless you and may you enjoy it, you know? So um with Venus retrograde, I'm not scared. Normally I'm like, oh my God, oh my god, my heart's gonna get broken. Oh my god. But in this case, I'm just finding my heart again. So it's like, uh my heart has been demolished and broken and right now I'm picking up the pieces and getting the synchronicity back. So I really do think Neptune's gift, Pisces, the gift of Pisces, the sign of Pisces is the sign of the ocean. And with the sign of Pisces, that is poetry and music and art and creativity and channeling and premonitions and maybe those deepest layers of the ocean that maybe your voice, your communication was not able to go to before. And maybe the square is actually the anchor so that you don't get blown away in the wind. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, possibly, Neptune is actually holding a strong energy to keep you from floating away at sea in your little sailboat and allowing you to experience the truth of absolute faith, trust, and hope coming back to you and the gifts of all of our hard work that we've actually been doing or not doing. And that's okay. That recognition of, hey, I need to do this hard work because I have nowhere to go right now. And for those who are doing the essential you know, jobs, those essential work jobs, recognizing that you don't also need don't you don't need to take the bullshit like I was at um the grocery store the other day and there was a lady and she um was checking me out and she must have been my she must have been like a grandmother's age and I was just like thanking her and trying so hard to be like oh not feel guilty about getting groceries because it does make me feel guilty I used to work in a grocery store I know that hustle I hated it. It's horrible. It's hard fucking work. It's for me it was humiliating work mainly because it was after I had lost everything and then people I knew were like checking out but not remembering who I was. So that's the only reason why. There's nothing like your life falling apart and you becoming a checkout girl in your hometown at a grocery store. Uh oof oof that is humiliation. But she said, while she was checking me out, um, around everybody, she's like, somebody needs to take over because I need to take my lunch break. And I was like, baller. That's fucking baller. Yes, you do that, queen. You take your lunch break, even during a fucking pandemic. You recharge your batteries. There are enough people here to pick up the pieces. There were so many people working in the grocery store it was packed, like, you know, we're trying, we were all socially distancing, but at the same time, like, it was, it's not like, it's not like grocery stores aren't making their money right now, so, you know, I was, I just said thank you to her and the lady who was helping me bag um, my groceries, and just, that's all I can do right now, right now I'm so fucking lucky that I have writing contracts, and I I do put this intention out that they keep on coming. I have some that I'm waiting on. I really, really hope I get them. 
Um, but if I don't, I know how to fucking survive. And I'll go check out groceries with a lady. And I, if I'm, and that's the thing. Like, if she can do it, I can do it. And I've done it before. If I need to do it, I know it's there. But I say to goddess, please just keep these writing contracts coming. Because they are, they are very helpful. So anyway, um, during my mushroom journeys... They were tough, and that's why I want my friend to come on the podcast, because her and I were going through simultaneous awakenings and memory recognition. I mean, this is deep body work. I mean, a lot of times when things come out, this is like your physical body being like, okay, and it was very peaceful, and at the time, the place I was staying at was surrounded by moths. There were moths all over this house, and um, I was like, I just got to learn how to exist with, coexist with these moths. At least they're not cockroaches and I can handle moths. Um, and during one of my journeys on mushrooms, the moths started to talk to me. Not like, like I'm schizophrenic and like, oh, the moths are saying things like, no, they were talking to me through moth ways of talking to me. Like I would, I would, uh, I would I don't know how to explain it. They were just at one point I was crying because there was a moth with a broken wing and I tried to save it and I had to learn I couldn't save a moth with a broken wing and then and then I just put it you know the woke up and there were dead moths on the ground and I picked them up and threw them outside to feed the the lizards that live outside of my door and then it's just this circle of life thing that's going on and now after the full moon is done, I noticed there were less moths, and I don't know if it's chemtrails or it's just their life cycle, but I real or just the fact that the lizards were like, oh my god, the moths are in there, let's go into our grocery store, and they ate them all, but um, I, I kind of had this major lesson of being protected by the moon, and being protected by the mushrooms, and the mother earth, and realizing that I'm not alone, even though I'm alone here in this house, and it's scary, and at times, I mean, I'm in the middle of the wilderness in certain ways, if you think about it, not the wilderness wilderness, but things can happen out in the desert, and one thing that happened, which really, really led me to this podcast, was I had to realize and say out loud that I had had uh, rapes, rape, several rape attempts in, in my life. And, um, I try and keep that very personal because I hadn't really acknowledged them. I had acknowledged them, but I always was like, no, you're lying. You're, you're lying to yourself. You're, you're, who would rape an ugly girl or like all these things that go in your mind. Right. So it's like, these are the things that, um, these are the things that I had to kind of contend with. And the mushrooms were like, no, sit on the floor. Let's sit through this. Put the fan on. Grab a glass of water. and We'll just sit through this together. And it was almost like a therapist, but deeper than a therapist. And I even sat outside of the bathroom door and just looked at the toilet. And the mushrooms basically, like, symbolize, like, this can go down the toilet now. Like, this can go out the pipes now. This can leave this can purge out of you and you have the power now 
And that was really powerful for me because it was like, okay, okay, I can do this. I'm, I got this. I'm a, so, I'm a warrior. I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm a whatever I am. I'm a matriarch in training. How about that? The biggest warrior of all. And so the next day, was it the next day or the day after? What was yesterday? So today is, so yesterday. So yesterday I was like, I think I'm just going to process this. I want to record a podcast, but I don't know what. I'm going to say, I know I have to do this Mother of Protection podcast, but I don't know how it's going to be done. And um, so I just was, I talked to a friend. We did some tarot together. Um, I was starting to journal and I hear these cars pull up and where I live there is like a dirt road I live off of dirt roads but there's um people you know that live beyond me and I just thought it was people driving past the house and then I heard voices and I was like that's probably just neighbors walking because occasionally neighbors walk their dogs and I'm not completely secluded I'm pretty protected actually and I, I learned this yesterday is um neighbors are pretty fucking amazing um so i hear these voices outside of the bedroom window which our bedroom door which is actually um was open i had the door open but the screen door locked um so that air could come through um and this has been the first time i've actually been able to just sit in a house with just my boxer shorts and like my tank tops and and just feel like a human again um and so I felt oh fuck like I I have to go close this door I have to go see what's outside like who's out there and and now mind you I've lived in New York City I've lived in Washington Heights where people like roasted goats outside of the window no problem like that's just that was, but that was community. That was just life. That was a part of life. And that was a warm community as well. But this felt invasive. And I was like, okay, I need to fucking check this out. So I see these cars. I give its people in masks two cars, a Chevy Silverado. I actually have their license plates, but I'll, I'm not going to get that petty. But I definitely took pictures of both the cars, and I definitely have both of their license plates on hand, um, just in case I need to put it on Facebook or Twitter, or just, you know, fuck with a motherfucker if I need to. So I, I'm like, looking out, they look me in the eye, they're taking fucking pictures of the desert, and... They're right outside my bedroom door on a dirt road where they could easily go to where there is no house in general. There's this dirt road goes beyond, you know, just where I am at. And so I'm like, okay, let me just, they're probably just stopped. They're probably, you know, headed somewhere and they needed to just 
check in on directions. Like these are the things that go through my mind. Like, you know, sometimes you just have to pull over, maybe do, do change cars or, you know, get people in different cars, whatever they needed to do. It, it was, they were families. It wasn't, I knew they were a family. So I let, I let it sit. I went back to the couch and I'm, I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I'm like, these motherfuckers, this is my bedroom door. What if I was naked? What if I had just taken a shower? And so I still hear them outside. I go outside the bedroom door. I open my door. I step outside in my fucking boxer shorts, unshaved legs. My legs were so hairy. I look like a fucking wolf. I just look like this and no pedicure, just fucking no shoes. Stepped outside in the middle of the dirt and was just like, excuse me, but I used to work with are you know, I said, I'm a former biologist. I used to work with SARS. Can you keep it moving or can you get out of here? Something along those lines. And I did. I used to work with SARS. So not COVID-19 SARS. The other one. The, 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 the what was it? The Crivet Cat SARS. So anyway, the mom, of course it's the mom that's like, Oh, yes, you know, la da da. And so instead of moving their cars while they're taking pictures of the desert, which by the way, it's beautiful. I get it. I live in a gorgeous area. Get the fuck off my lawn. So I, I, and honestly, if I had had a gun, I'd probably get an oof. And I have crowbars here too. I have like things here, but I definitely, oh, I got that, I got that fire in me. So, not that I would shoot them. Not that I would shoot. I have to state that as well. I would just go, you know what I mean? Just as I hear a little, you know, just, just so get the fuck off my fucking lawn fuckers. So they don't move their cars. They just get in their car so they can sit in front of my bedroom door and just look at the sights of the beautiful desert. Look, move your car up. You can move it 20 feet and you're on my fucking way. Move it. So I get out. I put on some pants. I put on some shoes, no socks, because who has time to put on socks when motherfuckers are on your lawn? So I go out. It's a Silverado. Hold on, let me just do it this way. It's a Silverado. I have pictures of these cars. I'm going to say it's a Chevy Silverado beige. And it's an Audi, I think it's an Audi Sport, Audi 2 something I can't read it like a greenish blackish Audi I can't tell what color it is because it's covered in dust because I live in the fucking desert and they they in their motherfucking cars and so I go up and I, I I start saying out loud while they're in their cars can you please move your cars away from my bedroom door and then of course some short white trash motherfucker slides out of his of his Silverado because you know okay you know this guy you have been to the gas station you have seen this guy why is it always the shortest ass motherfuckers that slide out of their pickup trucks big trucks small 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 man so he comes the patriarch comes out and he's like wait this is a public road. I'm like, 
this is my bedroom door. Just move up. You're still on the road. Just move away from my bedroom door. Who knows what I could be doing? I could have had a rabbit in both of my holes. You don't know what the fuck I'm doing, you know? One glitter and the other, you know, one of those big black ones. So you don't know. Um, so get the fuck away from my bedroom door. And of course he starts coming at towards me because, you know, that's what these motherfuckers do. And I'm like, ugh, mushrooms. That's what goes through my head. I'm like, God damn it, mushrooms. Like, really? You said I was protected. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this is true. Jeep Cherokee drives up and I, he drives up slowly. Obviously these fucktards are in the road, in their cars, so... Nobody can really go past them anyway. And he gets slows behind me or behind them. And I walk up to his car, car doors op- a car window open. And I go, hey, are you with this party? Um, and he goes, no, I'm your neighbor. And he introduces himself and he says, are these people bothering you? And he's like, I'm your neighbor. I just live down where he, you know, down there. You turn here. I'm there with my wife and I are down there and they drive the fuck off. And that is the end of that story. Other than my neighbor saying, some people are just rude. You've done nothing wrong and you're okay if you need us. And then my other neighbor that I met earlier, I called Um, And they also were like, don't worry, this is what you do next time something like that happens occasionally out here in the desert. You know, people don't realize desert laws are different and you just have to like keep your peace. You know, you have to keep everything in order because apparently there's other shit that goes down in the desert as well that I have to be very careful about. So that is my story about why this podcast even came to be. Even though the first podcast is about me taking a Greyhound from Baltimore to Los Angeles. This is about why I'm doing this podcast and it's about protection because fuck it. I'm in the fucking desert. This is exactly where I need to be and this is my house. This is my lawn and I really feel like that's what Mother Earth is going through right now. I really feel like whatever this COVID situation is requires women to wake up and know that our heart wounds are real and they come in a variety of wounds it does not negate from the masculine wound and the the men the good men out there like my neighbor who scared off these fucktards who don't know how to act you know but it did also get me into knowing like I need to protect this house and how do I protect this house and also ultimately how do I protect myself. So I'm I'm not a witch, but I do um I am intuitive and I am spiritual and I did work with a shaman in last year um who taught me how to work or how to utilize the native medicine wheel and so what I did for the window to clear the energy of my bedroom window and feel more protected I you know I have the things that I need crowbars locks locks and uh locks on my windows but also bars on my windows everything I need um but the awareness more so of the spiritual protection that I think we're all going through right now 
even though there's an attack on humanity happening, um, there is no coincidence that this earth has been raped and um, her resources have been tapped on all levels and it doesn't just um, take away from the fact that you know we're we're in certain places of the earth where we're all connected and that's the thing that's happening right now um and it's upsetting also that um you know the, the continual the continual murdering of people just trying to run in a park happens you know and 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 I understand that what I'm going to talk about is the mother but I also have to put this out there I, I wrote this the night that this happened, um, that white murder is the military and um, certain ritualistic sacrifices such as school shootings, but also black murder is just all of the above. So right now, basically white people, um, and and by the way, black murder or um, anything other than white, (laughs) anybody other than any disenfranchised group, and I'm not putting down white people because you know, we're all in, right now what we're learning is we're all on the same fucking earth. But at the end of the day, we're, I think we're all, I think there's a catching up period right now that's happening. And unfortunately, a gentleman was, was murdered just trying to run in a park and be a human being during this terrible, you know, time. So, or this time of change, um, so I do have to put that out there because I'm going to be talking about the goddess and the mother, but that also includes, you know, the mother's children, like this this man that was killed um, in Georgia. And so um, these are the, um, and it's uh, Ahmad Arbery as his name. Um, but one thing that my shaman, Deb, she taught me and she's not my shaman anymore because I got a big mouth and I say things but really honestly it's because I was uh there is no healing for sexual abuse other than yourself in a lot of ways even though there are therapists um what I was going through um for these memories uh, really really got healed this week through mushrooms and by the way when I say healed it doesn't mean it's not, it's done being healed it means that it's giving yourself permission, giving yourself permission to acknowledge that in your body and the body memories that come through that. So one thing Deb did teach me is about the medicine wheel and creating a medicine wheel for your property. And mine is just written on a piece of notebook paper. And it's just, you know, you draw a circle to the north, the south, the east, and the west. Um, And I use animal totems as my protectors, um, but my central protector is the wolf, and it just will always be my central protector, and, um, the wolf is a very powerful protector because the wolf is guided by the moon and also the goddess Hecate, um, and the idea of the trinity, so, I kind of look at the Trinity as the mother, the daughter, and the Holy Spirit, um, and the other side of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, but you can interpret that any way that you want, 
Um, but that could also be the mated, the mother and the crone um, as well. And um, so I drew out my own medicine wheel. And the way that you can draw your medicine wheel is from the top of the wheel, the north, that is the realm of your guides, your spirit guides. Um, and those are, say, you know, your deceased loved ones. Although I believe the north and the south to basically be a portal to each other. So the south is kind of the stuff that you, the karmic stuff you want to release as well. But it's also the realm of the dead. Um, but I, you cannot have the north without the south. Just like the north and south node. Um, and you can put, you know, your deceased loved ones in any of these realms to protect you as well. I put some of my grandparents in these realms. Both of my grandmas are in the north protecting me. My, my, um, my paternal grandma is in the northeast. My maternal grandma is in the northwest, um, along with all of my pets in the northwest for me because right now, I'm technically in the West, so that's where I need them to be, um, and I need my grandma from my paternal side to protect my family in the Northeast, so I put her there. So, the wolf oversees everything. I put the raven in the North, um, as well, although many would put the raven in the south because that is the realm of that sort of dark dead area that we're afraid to look at. But I view anytime I see a raven as my horse. Um, my horse has always, uh, I believe in reincarnation. Um, and my horse, I believe, has reincarnated as a raven and always comes to me in times of change or in times of shift. So anytime I have a raven that, and usually they're very, very much part of, part of my life. Um, but there are different tribes of the ravens. Um, and um, so, you know, with ravens, they're very smart. They're very cunning. Um, but my horse in general is... is um, here to, to, to warn me or to tell me what's going on. I put my dogs there as well um, to protect me. So this piece of paper is going, it's basically, I'm sorry, I'm stuck in this bed. Um, this this uh, piece of paper is basically going in the window nearest to where these people pulled their car up because the way I see this is that's where the energy is leaky. Uh, leaky energy um, so, you know, I, not only did I put a physical protection up, but I'm putting a spiritual protection up and there's nothing wrong with doing this. Um, some people use black tourmaline and crystals. Um, I try and lay off the crystals because the soil is, are my crystals. Um, but I do get rocks, um, that I collect outside and, and sometimes we'll put them in corners if I need to, um, if I feel the energy needs it. But, but mainly, um the medicine wheel to me is it's it's almost like a stamp of of solidity with my spirit guides so then that's the north realm for me is the ravens and my crossed family i put the mother crone with the she-wolf um in the north realms and obviously the wolf is around all of this so the wolf is 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 there the east is very important to me because that's where my 
birth home is Washington, D.C., and my my family's home of Laurel, Maryland. Um, the east, for me, I put um, Chesapeake Bay blue crabs um, because they came to me during my ayahuasca journey. Um, Terrence McKenna talked a lot about the machine elves and the elves that clean off um, your body of of your of your wounds and and what you need to purge away i guess you can call it your sins in catholicism but in my ayahuasca journey which um is actually reported on uh recorded on um truth frequency radio which is now on youtube with um frankie fearless um on on his show fearless with his um partner paulo milo um, and I don't remember the episode number. I think it was 22, but don't quote me on that, but it's, it's on YouTube and I do talk about this. So if you really want to hear about ayahuasca, that's what this episode, that episode is all about, about doing ayahuasca and seeing Chesapeake Bay, um, where I'm from and the Chesapeake Bay blue crabs were my elves and they helped to clean me of, to clean me off and keep me safe and the ocean, um, is also part of my protection to the east. Um, also the thoroughbred horse, um, because I grew up riding horses. So my horse in particular is in the north as a raven, but the thoroughbred is my home. Um, that is the horse that I, f- uh, grew up riding. My favorite breed of horses, to be quite honest, even though they can be insane. Um, but I love them so much. And then also the crane, um, which, um, I grew up near a park called the Patapsco State Park, and they had a crane project there to help restore the population, um, and cranes have always been sort of an animal that has helped me to find peace and to stay still, because I, I am rambunctious and have a lot of energy, so these are, these are my protections to the east. Obviously, you can put your own protections and work with yours. Um, to the south, I have the snake because the snake is the natural realm of the south. That is where you're on your belly and you're working through your primal issues and you have to shed your skin in order to go to the north. Um, so I put the snake there as a tribute to my Pluto transit. Um, I'll talk about that at some other point. Um, and then I put a pack of wolves there, um, and then a mother wolf there. So a mother wolf, um, I'm learning as myself. Um, I can get myself through the South, but I do need a pack to help me get through. Um, and that's just people who inspire me as my stomach grows. I do want a quesadilla so bad right now. Um, but I put the pack there, um, and I don't know who my pack is yet, but I think they're growing and I think I'm learning. And we're, I think the pack is learning how to leave the South together. So I kind of feel them around me. I think it's all my friends that are coming through during this quarantine. Um, and, you know, to each their own pack. So, you know, friendship. The wolves that I meet along the way, you know. Um, and so to the West which I believe I'm in the West right now, physically, um, is the bear, because bears are actually extinct in the state of California. But the way I see it as very symbolic is, 
you know, humans were in search of gold. They were in search of this very unattainable, unattainable form of God. Um, they went over, you know, something led humans out to California, but ultimately their thirst for um, their pride um, killed off um, the bear with the idea that the bear was this animal that got captured, but yet this symbol of strength um, and then killed off. So um, I put the bear to the west to help restore bear medicine, um, but I also put the wolf to the west as well. Um, but I also put berries for the bear to eat and vitamins. I don't know why I put vitamins, but at the time I must have thought, you know, since we're all going through COVID, because I, I made this during the initial time that lockdown was going on. So um, I believe it must be like vitamin D because of the sunshine um, and berries for most likely the antioxidants. In fact, my favorite berry is elderberry. I've been taking elderberry this whole time to boost my immune system. Um, I even kind of stepped away from taking, I was taking chewable vitamins and then I got these vitamins that have alfalfa in them, which I'm trying to learn to love, but, um, you know, I'm learning the, but the elderberry is delicious. So, um, so these are my little protections. And what I do is I fold, I fold the paper up and I put it in the corner of my window where I feel the energy is leaky. Um, and through that, I just put a rock over the paper to keep it safe. Um, and, um, so that's, you know, that's what I do. That's why I'm here. What's up? Um, so what I'm going to do to kind of close out the second episode, I think this is going to go out on Tuesday. I have one already for Monday is I'm just going to pull a moon card. So the moon card is adjustments are required. Okay. Adjustments are required. I had two out before. One is a time to give rather than take. And confidence is the key to success. The giving card is the Virgo energy. The confidence card is the Leo energy. And the adjustments card is the third quarter moon. And I'll pull a card over the adjustments, sort of seeing where the why is. And the why... I will get if it's through a sign that gets pulled or through the phase of the moon. So we'll see. Oh, cool. So the adjustments are required card is it's time to release negativity, the full moon in Scorpio. So we all just went through the full moon in Scorpio. The card is the color purple. So I kind of see it as, you know, your crown chakra um, and your third eye kind of tapping into your your most intuitive nature and releasing the negativity is the actual adjustment so we just went through a full moon phase um and let me just look up the moon calendar since since I want to see when I can actually see if timing works out for for anybody listening to this um Let's see if it works. Hold on. May. So May 7th, full moon. And then we have 
the new moon on May 22nd. So the last quarter moon is May the 14th in the sign of Aquarius. And then the new moon will be on May 22nd. Um, so I think that the adjustments in this month are basically because of Venus retrograde. So because this is a Venus retrograde series of this podcast, Stories of Venus, just listen to my stories and um, I'll come back with more lessons. So hopefully this helped. If anybody has any questions, you are definitely welcome to find me on social media at Christy Belich, K-R-I-S-T-Y on Twitter, uh, B-E-L-I-C-H. Um, trust your glitter on Instagram and then Christy Belich on Facebook and I do Facebook lives as well I do them whenever the fuck I want to do them and whenever the fuck I need to so you know watch out for that usually I pull tarot do astrology and plant now I'm planting seeds so uh yeah check it out I hope you have a great day take care bye